Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rock with you. Have you cut the cord on your television, on your cable, uh, or are you thinking about it? And if so, what are you doing with that? Where are you at that stage? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are your cord cutting advisors. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, but Bradley, you were, uh, was it a podcast you were listening to? Yeah. That got us thinking about this? There's this podcast, uh, called Business Wars. And each season they take on a business war. So Nike, Adidas, um, you name it. They, you know, have thrown these up a number of seasons. KFC, Popeye's chicken. I actually don't think they've done that one, but that would probably be an interesting one. Because um, anyway, so they do. The first one that they did was Netflix versus Blockbuster. And I was curious because obviously I'm a fan of of netflix right Mm -hmm. i'm also a fan of movies i actually have had a membership to both uh because netflix or excuse me blockbuster you'll remember in addition to doing this store thing at the end of their life they had a um a streaming service and a dvd or i shouldn't say streaming a delivery service much like amazon or Netflix did mm-hmm. back in the day when you would yeah. use Netflix to order a, a movie and then it would come to you. You'd watch it and then you could send it back. So I was intrigued by the story. And what I learned very quickly is that the story, even though it does sort of focus on the battle between Netflix and Blockbuster, very quickly you realize it's like Netflix and Blockbuster, Netflix versus HBO, Netflix versus Time Warner, Netflix versus Showtime, Netflix versus the world, mm-hmm. really. Disney, uh, most recently. So I, I, um, I just, I had such a, a, f- a fabulous time sort of reliving the sort of history of how Netflix came into our world yeah. and remembering like what was so revolutionary about it when first it was DVDs, some of the stumbles they made along the way. But it also occurred to me how very quickly we have changed the way that we watch television and movies, how we consume media mm-hmm. and content. And streaming is so very new, reliable streaming, like actually sitting down on your TV tablet smartphone and mm-hmm. watching something is so relatively recent you forget sometimes how recent it is yeah. because it seems so you know just ubiquitous it's such now. a part of how yeah it's such a part of how we live our lives i mean that is how i engage with watching television shows i rarely am watching anything over the air mm-hmm. rarely and certainly not in real time 
Uh, and so that is really, I mean, that does sound like a really interesting podcast. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you cut the cord? Are you considering cutting the cord? Where are you at in that journey? And um, if you haven't yet cut the cord, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Um, and more and more people obviously are cutting the cord. And what's interesting, one of the things they talk about in the series, they also do a revisit. Now I'm listening to the revisited series because it's been a couple years since they put this up. And now they're adding some components to it, to the storytelling because things have changed so quickly. And Mm -hmm. now they're talking about Disney and things like that. And, um, there's some fascinating things about why Disney is maybe not the, the scary thing, um, that we all think it is, um, when that, where Netflix is concerned, but regardless, um, they talk about, they touch on how, you know, initially media companies were like, we're not really worried about these cord cutters you speak of. Cause we don't think they're really a problem or a force to reckon with because a lot of them are millennials. And once they grow up and they get a TV in their home that they own, they're not going to, they're going to sit down and want to watch TV just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, the truth is now nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, they, there is no incentive for them to sit down and pay three, di- three figures, three figures, three digits over a hundred dollars every month yeah. uh, for traditional cable service. In fact, when I got rid of, and I know you did the same thing because we talked about it a lot on the show when we cut the cord years ago, what seems like years ago, it's probably more like three years, two or three years, two or yeah. three years, right? Um, I was paying over one hundred and seventy-five dollars. Mm-hmm. It was my, insane for what, it was satellite TV, but that's comparable to cable TV for the same offerings. Um, and now you know I pay a fraction of that. I still have issues, right? Mm-hmm. But and when we did it just a couple years ago, we kind of had to like remember we it used to have segments on like how to do this, and it was a multi-step mm-hmm. process. You had to take a leap of faith. You were gonna not get some things, but now I essentially have cable TV without having to pay six figures. Yeah, and in fact, I feel like I have something better than cable mm-hmm. TV. Sure, there might be a few legacy things that I was used to that I don't have. Now, like the ability to maybe scroll through some commercials, but most of what I have access to doesn't even have commercials. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do feel like within a very short period of time, um, it's just going to be par for the course for us to not have a fully fledged cable service in our home. Yeah, I mean, I think about, you know, to your point earlier, it really has not been a long time uh, where the TV landscape and the way that we consume um, visual media has yeah. changed considerably. When you consider how long things were sort of the status quo, but once Netflix hit the scene, I think that's really where it started. Once they started their streaming service, it all changed. Um, well, because before that, we were getting DVDs every day and, you know, every couple of days in the mail. And then suddenly it was available to you, hooked up to your television. And you might remember, um, I certainly remembered when they were talking about this, that at first when Netflix offered the streaming service, people were like, I don't want this. This mm-hmm. is crap. There's nothing good on this thing. And they knew that. They knew that they, they had a hard time offering people things that they wanted to watch, but they kind of didn't care because they were just building a system. Mm-hmm. And I remember, do you remember when they split the two? Yeah. And you had to pay for them separately. But do you remember they even created a separate company? No, for the DVDs, they were going to spin that service off and create a separate company called Quickster. Oh, that's right. Um, and Quickster, they very quickly were like, OK, that was a dumb idea because everybody was like, you've got to be crazy. 
Um, anyway, so long story short, it's been a journey, but today we kind of forget all that. We just mm-hmm. expect we're going to have access to really good content because the other thing is Netflix didn't start out to be a content creator. They, that was their goal, but they didn't share that with, uh, with everybody else because they were afraid that the big media companies were going to come after them if they realized what was up. They realized very quickly that it would benefit them to create their own content instead of having to constantly go around and find others. And one more thing that you were talking about that was so interesting um, before we go to break that I wanted to touch on because this is what I find to be fascinating. The corner that they had on the market was their ability to analyze how we were watching, and that's how they kept us. Meaning Netflix always had the capability to pay close attention to what we were watching, how long we were watching it, what particularly we were interested in by what we watched over and over again. And that way they could also then offer up, and they still can, what we should watch next. So the the algorithms that they have set up are part of what keep us going back their technology is what sets them apart from everybody else whether it was blockbuster whether now it's disney all of these other companies did not have the expertise in analytics and the ability to to follow um you know users around in such a way that they were then able to leverage that those statistics and that data so the data and analytics that they have in their built in their systems is something that is very hard for anybody else to reproduce because nobody knows how they do it mm-hmm. because it really is something they hold very close to the vest. I mean, they used to have spies from Blockbuster trying to break into their warehouses to find out, and they set things up in such a way that it would confuse anybody who actually got in to figure it out. Like, they were just fully aware that that was what was magic for them. And so when you consider today Disney taking all their content and they're going to start their own streaming service, they don't have all of the technology that Netflix has. So even though they've got really great content, are they, are they going to be able to serve it to customers in a way that they're going to continue to pay for it, you know, month over month? It's a fascinating so story and one that, again, if you want to listen to, it's called Business Wars, and then just scroll to the first season, uh, Netflix versus Blockbuster. Awesome. Thank you. That's a great recommendation. And also, like you said, I mean, really interesting when you consider how we consume television yeah. now. Sometimes the world is just so full of celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. That we need to do a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I, I really wish that could be our State Fair t-shirt, Lord, <laughs> Lady Douchebag. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so many things I'd love. Right. Uh, do you love Chloe? Kiss those goodbye. And my ass. Um, Kim, Chloe, <laughs> 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 Are you okay? Speaking of. Wow, I almost choked. I, what I meant to say. But. <laughs> what I was going to say is choke on this. Chloe oh, Kardashian <laughs> used to be unreasonable about her foods. Okay. Also, Khloe Kardashian used to be, quote, unreasonable about her foods. Plural? What does that mean? I'm not really sure, but if I'm reading between the lines, I think what this, whoever wrote this is trying to say is um, back when Khloe was a chunky monkey, she didn't know how to eat right. Okay. 
that seems like a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So, according Let's talk about it. According to uh, Gigi.com, <laughs> okay. careful, Khloe Kardashian is the picture of health. She overhauled her, overhauled her diet and made exercise a daily part of her life. But according to her nutritionist, Philip Goglia, Kardashian used to be, quote, unreasonable about mm. her foods. Keep reading to learn what Gogli has said about his client and how she changed her mindset about food. So I was interested. I was intrigued. Tell me more, I said, because I'm always here for how people have changed their lives with food. Especially when they've been at one point unreasonable. The biggest change that Chloe's had, Mr. Goglia says, or Golia, I don't know if it's one of them Italian pronunciations I don't know how to do. The, the biggest change that Chloe's had is being unreasonable about her foods. Previously, years ago, it was like this. I'm so busy. I can't get that done now. I'll get it later. Oh, my water bottle's empty, but I have to take this meeting. Her mindset has completely changed. She's completely... Now she cares about water more than she cares about meetings. She's completely reasonable. She will say, hang on. My water bottle's empty. I need to go fill it up. I'll be right back. She knows that if she services her nutrition patterns, everything else becomes easier and more efficient. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, she literally goes, I'm sorry. I have I'm to gonna service my nutrition patterns. I'm sorry. I need some water. And here's another, here's another thing that Khloe Kardashian has learned. Wow. I can't wait. Chloe, and this is according to Mr. Goglia, her nutritionist. Mm-hmm. She has a nutritionist, by the way. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Doesn't everybody? I mean, no. 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 Chloe knows that if there's a ton of nachos in front of you, but that I'm going to eat it. <laughs> but you're staring at your sea bass. You need to eat the fish first, and then you dive into the crap. You will always eat less crap if you're eating healthy stuff first, I have so many issues with this. Number one, it, in what world? Where is there you, nachos, are you nachos and sea bass? And sea bass? Right? Is, is that a, a logical? Yeah, is that like a logical buffet that I don't know about? Yeah, well, like who goes? Oh, uh, we're who going goes? out for nachos and sea bass. <laughs> oh. No, my favorite is though. Like you're like, let's go out. I'm gonna get something healthy because I don't want to ruin my diet. Do you want to start with nachos? Sure, but first I have to eat my sea bass. <laughs> Like what? Like how fun does that not sound? None fun. Going to the world where you've got your sea bass, and you got to eat your sea bass to get before your nachos. you can get your nachos. You know, nachos and sea bass sounds like a great morning radio show, though. <laughs> nachos yes. and sea bass. Actually, am I the that nacho might be that might be our state fair T-shirt. <laughs> nachos and sea bass. <laughs> Put that on the list. God only knows. Um. She wants you to, or he wants you to know that Chloe changed her entire, entire outlook on food and fitness. She's put both at the top of her to-do list and her body reflects those positive changes because after exercising and eating healthy, she has now transformed herself. Question. Where on the list is um, butt implants then? If her priority, if her, if her body is reflective of her, you know, prioritizing food and fitness, 
Where where is butt implants on the list? It's not mm-hmm. weird. Quote says Kim Car- or Khloe Kardashian herself. Sometimes it's hard for me to post these transformation posts because <sighs> I can't imagine my life being this unhealthy again. Okay, never. Nope. What? I'm just so irritated. Go on. Never would I ever consider myself fat, but I would consider myself unhealthy. For me, transformation and my journey started from within. I needed to heal myself from the inside out. Once I started putting myself first, everything started falling into place. Listen, I'm glad... Seabass. Nachos. I'm glad that that worked for her. Seabass. Nachos. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. We're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. We're sorry. Are we? No. Um, okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to go somewhere from... Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you about a 47 year old Indianian mm-hmm. or Indianan. I don't know how you say that. Anyway, uh, a 47 year old Indiana man named Mark Anthony Jones. Um, well, he has been arrested a lot lately, which that in and of itself is not crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. It's kind of what happened before all of that. Oh, you mean the crime that he committed? Well, he did a bunch of crimeies crimes. And then he did the timeies. And then he did the tiny <laughs> times. But even before he did the crimey crimes that um, are most recent, he did another. Well, he did something with something he used in a crimey crime that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. I know it's complicated. He, <clears throat> he sent it in the mail to the investigators. No. Okay. No. No. He, he shot himself in the in the area. So yes, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. He shot himself in the oh, in the no. um, junk. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, that with that's an illegal leave a gun. Mark. Ooh. Yeah. Now he had been arrested for four separate times and is awaiting trial currently on narcotics, weapons, and domestic battery counts. But in late February, he had suffered an accidental self-inflicted gunshot while walking down a street in Indiana. Apparently, he told police officers he'd been carrying an unholstered high-point 9mm handgun in the waistband of his pants when the weapon began to slip. Why? Because it was in the waistband of his pants for crying Mm -hmm. out. And that's way too close to your junk. When he reached to uh, adjust the firearm, the firearm adjusted adjusted his schweenus. The trigger and it adjusted his schweenus. And schmoed him. And is it like busted forever? Well, I don't know if it works or not. Okay. But I will say the bullet went in just above the weenus and exited through his schmodem. He does look very sad about this experience in his... um, Mugshot. Now, just, are you saying that? Okay, so that all happened before he started committing the crimes. Yeah, I think maybe the the the, the pain the just pain led crime. to rage. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's painful. I know, right? Anyway, don't mm. carry a gun fully loaded and cocked in your waistband. Thank you. 
for making a good choice. Because you'll shoot your mm-hmm. eye out. Yep. Just the one. All right. For our next story, we are going to Scotland. Ah, Scottish, it's crap. It's not Scottish, it's crap. And, uh, uh, you know, it's all fun and games until somebody bites a finger off. Ew, what? Yeah, so I don't have a lot of details about this, but it's kind of fun to fill in the blanks, right? Um, Let's just, I'll set the scene for you. It was a wedding. Okay. Mm -hmm. A bride and a groom and the best man. I don't know how we get from wedding to finger in my mouth, but okay. Well, they were reportedly, the bride, the groom, and the best man were arrested after a disturbance at the wedding reception uh, in Scotland that allegedly included somebody biting off a guest's finger. (laughs) What? Claire and Amon Goodbrand spent their wedding night in prison. Okay. Uh, The best man, Kieran Goodbrand, thinking that's probably the... uh, Family member? A family member, like a brother, maybe. Okay. Was also taken into custody. uh, And uh, one of the good brands suffered a head injury during this incident. Uh, And when they were seen in court on Tuesday, they both, both the men were still wearing their dress shoes from the wedding under their prison uniforms. (laughs) And neither man entered a plea. They were released on bail. Uh, But you don't know why the finger was chewed off? No. They, uh, the, one of the conditions though is they have to avoid contact with certain family members. Mm-hmm. I mean, this sounds like a rough crowd. Uh, by the way, Amon Goodbrand works as a professional boxer and he fights competitively as a light middleweight. So I don't know what that has to do with his biting off fingers, but I would just offer. Oh, God, I just can't even think what it would be like to have your finger bitten off. I can't imagine what it would be like to bite a finger off. And then blood would start shooting out and I would use it as like a weapon. I'd be like, fine, you bite off my finger. Pew, pew. I love the way you think. I don't know, because I just think of, do you remember that Saturday Night Live episode where they pulled the arms off? Yes. And yes, the blood went everywhere. or the one where uh, it was Julia Childs and she cuts her finger off, yeah. like that. Dan Aykroyd, but, but real life. Okay, yeah. Just be careful with your fingers at at weddings. I'm going to a wedding on Saturday. I'm make sure I keep my fingers hidden. Okay, just in case. Keep your fingers. This hidden. will not be a finger biting wedding. I, I just want I you to know this. Um, that was where that was in Scotland. Uh, well, it's a good thing we're already in Europe because we need to head over to Germany. Ah, and I want to telling you about Brandenburg, which is a place in Germany. Okay, and something that had happened that had rendered the police speechless in Brandenburg. Um, would you like to guess what the Germans were up to? Uh, that rendered the police speechless. Yeah. Um, did they, I don't know, I can't, I, I don't, I don't have enough to go on. Weil wir sprachlos sind. That's what they said. We're speechless. Why? Uh, Because, well, let's just say it was very hot. Okay. Okay. Heiss, as the Germans would say. Uh Heiss. And, um, they saw some, something that will change your life forever. Uh, sitting on the side of the road and all of a sudden, it's the sound of a motorbike going okay. by. On the motorbike, there was a portly fellow, completely <laughs> nude. 
Okay, first of all, I have to, I don't remember the last time I heard the word portly, so I'm very excited about that. Second of all, nude. All right. Yeah, no, a nudie That's patootie. A, a nudie patootie. Uh, uh, and a nudie booty. And like, like legit, it's your dad mm. on a scooter getting real sweaty on that seat. Oh my gosh, he yuck. Is, now, Hot with his booty on the <laughs> fake leather seat. I don't, that they're never going to be able to sell that thing. So <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, that smelling nasty. coming out. No, no amount of Febreze Mm-mm. or like, Mm-mm. what's the... Turkish mm-hmm. oil or what's that stuff called? I don't know. None of that oil. Ple- uh, turtle wax is going <laughs> to... VO5? Turtle something. Mm, VO5? Hot oil treatment? No. Anyway, um, this, this portly fellow was not wearing any clothes, but he was smart enough to wear sandals and a helmet. So, like, he wanted to protect his feet and his head. Well. Uh, but he was traveling at a high rate of speed, completely in the buff. And um, he. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you know, if it's hot, maybe. I don't know. I kind of just feel like when you're driving at high speed, even though it's hot out, you probably get some wind. So it feels pretty good. I mean, here's what I don't understand. Like, put some underoos on at a minimum. Right? Like, cover up the booty toots and, like, <laughs> and I get wanting to be shirtless. Yeah, just wear a Speedo if for it's hot, outside. But just it cover Germany, up the bits. All. Yeah. Yeah, nobody wants your... Well, also, let's... I, I'm going to tell you, as a bit carrier myself, uh, you know, you don't... Once those things get sweaty, they stick to things. Oh, you don't want to peel that off that no. seat. No, thank you. No, and it's just... It's not pleasant. And then you got to know where it is all the time because you don't want to, like, if you move your leg... Might, accidentally yeah. pinch mm-hmm. or pull. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Anyway, put your... Uh, I think he was counting on the fact that nobody would notice that he... Like, I was just... I'm just saying some things... He had some stuff that when he sat down, it sort of folded well, over. He had, you know, he had sort of a... Mm, a belt? A flesh belt? <laughs> a flesh belt. More like a flesh panel. Yeah. That rested atop his Schwanzengrube. <laughs> Yeah. I do love the way that in the picture, the cop is just sort of like looking at the guy like, like okay, you're naked. Well, it's very right, German. Then. I'm sure they were like, okay, you Man. have to put some clothes on. Crack kills. Whew. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show every day at 245, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.